Good morning, everybody. So please come and, and share with us what's God been doing in your life this week. Gareth. Some of you know me, some of you don't. Uh, I'm sure Sam has already given this testimony like a thousand times, but um, <laughs> I was born colorblind uh, to everything except red. Last Tuesday, or sorry, Christmas time, God gave me green, and I was able to see green. Last Tuesday, God gave me blue, and last Friday, God gave me every other color. So... <laughs> Um, wow. It's pretty crazy we're going to see colours and I'm still getting used to it. So The orange. Can you see the orange? I like the orange. Uh, uh, some people are saying it's garish, but I actually quite like it. So, uh, It's almost like you've made that joke three times in the last three minutes. Still funny. So thank you so much for your continued prayers uh, for that. It's been pretty crazy. Thanks. How good is that? How good is God? Uh, last couple of days I've been uh, out on mission down in South End. Uh, and one of the things, I was part of the equipping team. And one of the things we had to do on Friday morning was take out teams of treasure hunters. I've never had no success in treasure hunting. And I must admit, it's not my favourite thing to do. But they partnered me up with a girl who had been out doing it. And we were the equipping team. But they partnered me up with a girl that has done it hundreds of times. So I ended up being the one that was equipped. And we're walking up up the high street and um, she went, oh, she said, there's a black magic occultist shop at the top. We'll go down there. And immediately was like, oh, no. And she went, if we get there and the manager's in there, she said, we'll just stand outside and pray. And I'm like, yes. We got there, the manager weren't there. So we've had to go in and we've walked into this shop and... um, We've walked up and went, oh, you, I, I don't know if you're familiar with treasure, aren't you? You have a piece of paper with clues on, and you find the people of the treasure, and that is your uh, inroad to speak to them. So she had on their ripped jeans. The girl behind the counter had ripped jeans on. And we explained what we're doing. We was explained we were Christians from the plaza down the road, and we're coming in, and, you know, would it be okay if we pray for you? The girl had a word of knowledge about lower back pain, and she said, oh, yeah. So she prayed for her. She prayed for her lower back pain. That was healed. Um, I gave her a word of knowledge, which she um, identified with was correct. Um, she had a customer who was sitting in there, an Indian lady that... Um, praise but and praise for healing but obviously from the powers from somewhere else um and she also talks to the dead and it's like oh that's okay we can still love on you and um so again the lindsay the girl i was with she all her hands was all gnarled up she prayed the hands wasn't straightened but i'm sure they will be and and then i gave her a, a word of knowledge which again struck home and as we was about to leave, they were so overwhelmed that we would go into their shop and just love on them that they, they both out behind the and they was just hugging us and thanking us for taking the time to come into their shop. Uh, and I said to Phil earlier, I must admit, if it had been me on my own, I would have bottled it. Absolutely. But it's like, I am the equipper. And the, the girl that I was with just led me, just led me into it. Absolutely wonderful. So maybe if you're up for it, we'll start try some treasure running. Very cool. Anyone else? Good morning. Uh, my name's Zoe, and I just wanted to share that um, I'm just really grateful for all you guys here uh, for just being really warm and 
um, just everybody that I've met, whether it's just a smile that you give me, I'm just sort of like new to the church. Um, and um, yeah, meeting people at the front gate, uh, Elaine and Trevor, like the two Elaines and, and Trevor. And I remember when I first came on like the second time, um, lovely Beverly just sat next to me and just asked me about myself, which was really sweet. And just the bits of advice people have given me, um, like speaking to Linda when I first came about trying to find a church. Uh, yeah, so I'm just really um, grateful for all you guys just being really warm and friendly. Um, and just a, just a quick thing this week, I've just been a little bit maybe fearful, um, I suppose, around maybe the virus, people talking about it in work and, oh, should I stock up? And um, But just been reminded um, that uh, sort of, I think of a, a scripture around, like I think it's in Luke 12, like don't store up your treasures here on earth, um, but more so, um, yeah, just look towards the kingdom of God. And I think it's good to be um, careful um, and to think about the more vulnerable. Um, but yeah, I was just comforted by that scripture, I suppose. Um, yeah, thank you all for being so warm and friendly and all your prayers and um, just encouragement and smiles. Thank you very much. Yay. No, so God's been putting me through my paces about listening to him, always listening because I can talk and I can put all my stuff forward, but he's saying, no, Karen, I want you to listen. Um, and I've, I've just got the feeling that he's asking us, especially now with all the hype, the media, everything going on around, listen to him. And it's a very quiet voice. It's a very still voice. But to listen to him. We've got to be practical. We've got to be sensible. Absolutely. But listen to him. He will tell you where to go. So on Friday night, I was on patrol uh, with the rail pastors going from Shenfield to South End, Victoria. The initial plan was we'd start at Shenfield and work our way down. And we were about to set off, and I heard Rayleigh. I never stop at Rayleigh. Uh, we get off at Rayleigh. There was a young man who'd been very sick, was very under <laughs> worse for wear. And we just stood around him. He didn't want our help, but we managed to just stand there until he moved and his mom obviously came to collect him. And then I felt the Lord say, well, look, you need to go to South End Victoria. We went to South End Victoria, and there was a lady there. She had all her bags around her, skinny. She was so frail. She had been beaten, thrown out of her apartment, and wanted to go to it's the lodge. I think it's a refuge. And so we ended up going with her to, to get the bus. And I just said, look, guys, this is too much stuff to get on the bus. And so we took a cab, dropped her off, and got to speak to the guys there as well and just say hi. And so it's just really, really important to hear what he's trying to tell you. He will guide you. He will support you and lead you where you need to go. Awesome. We were just talking before the service and we were saying what a brilliant opportunity this is in this time of panic for us to just be peace and to be love and to check on and what a, what a great opportunity it is for us to show God's love to the people in our lives. Mm-hmm.
I've been thinking a lot recently about wildernesses and um, and thinking about the Exodus and, and the Israelites as they were in the wilderness. And I, it looks like as a nation we may be moving towards a time when we are all forced into a wilderness. And I'm just reminded of, of um, what Moses says to God in Exodus 33. He says, um, if your presence does not go with us, don't send us from here. How will anyone know you're pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And um, and quite often we, we hear that, or I do anyway, hear that, and it, we think about, Lord, don't make me go anywhere if you're not going to be there. But the bit that's really, I can't get out of my head this morning is, Moses says to God, how will anyone know that you're pleased with me and with your people unless you're with me? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people? And the thing that distinguishes them is is God's presence. That's what Moses is saying, please don't let your presence leave us. And just that, it's... it's easy to be well it's it's kind of easy to be nice to people and we can all show love and we can all do well and, and be nice humans to each other in in this time but the difference for us is that we carry the presence of God that God goes with us and um something for us to hold on to Karen so while we're worshiping he's um I just felt the Lord say to us remember he is the breath in our lungs and we are to praise and so if you take anything this week with you He is the breath in our lungs. Number two, we were, it's no accident we're here at this time. Out of all the generations of our family, we were born to be here at this time. And we are to serve a purpose, and we are perfectly and wonderfully equipped to be a light to the world. I'm not entirely certain which one of these wonderful orange-clad people I'm now... Handing over to. It looks like Steve's wandering with some vague sort of intent towards me and Jane. Two for one. I think we're going to start with um, the C word. With a capital C. Coronavirus virus. But what I want you to remember that our C word with a capital C, Christ is bigger. Yeah? Christ is a lion, a lion, a lion that will not be defeated by viruses. Terry's shaking her head at me. (laughs) So be practical, be clean, but keep your eyes on Christ. So you probably noticed it's all a bit different here this morning. We've set the spar up at the back. Um... So all we're going to do is we're going to share with you a bit about what the spa is. We've got a couple of people who are going to come and share uh, some testimony of our, the spa, as being team members in the spa, uh, has changed their walk. Um, And that's probably not going to take us too long, so you're not going to have to sit here and listen to us for too long. It's not going to be much of a talky bit. Um, And then we're just going to invite you. So we would normally do hand massage, but for obvious reasons, we're not doing that this morning. Um, So we've got some cards at the back, which would be for, um, we can say words of knowledge here, can't we? It doesn't have to be words of encouragement. It will be words of knowledge. Um, And we've got, for the first time we've done this, we've got, um, Karen's going to be over on my left here, um, with dream interpretations. So if you've written anything down, you just take it over to Karen um, and she'll sit and have a quick chat with you and give you some feedback on it and then 
give you a more um, detailed report of what she sees in that. Um, so the SPA, what is the SPA? The SPA is an opportunity for us, we're in orange, to go out onto the streets of Billericay and just share the love of Jesus. Um, it's no, it's not art evangelism, we're not stuffing Jesus down anybody's throats. We're just going out and we're just loving people. Um, a friend of mine shared last week, and I was into it, and she just shared it. As, Can you imagine me as a jug? I'm just a jug, and I'm full up with Jesus' love. And it's all I want to do is I just want to tip over like that, and I just want to pour that love onto the person standing next to me. And, and that, you know, that is all we do. We just go out and we love people. And I think for me, as and, and Jane is in leading the team, is we go out and we have fun. We have fun with Jesus. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, particularly in, in these times, you know, half of what we do, we're, we're not able to do, which is free hugs, which is also loving people, and as Steve said, hand massages. But the whole point is, like, like God calls us, Jesus calls people to him with loving kindness, doesn't he? It's not, and, and looking around to the planet at the moment, you know, the enemy is trying to control everything with fear, and that isn't what God does. And, um, and, and this is an opportunity, particularly in these times, for all of us to be that example, as Sue was saying, of, of loving kindness and, and hope and, joy in difficult circumstances that um you know we all go through valleys in life um but it depends on that that's where the most fertile ground is but it depends on what we choose to do in those valleys and who we choose to focus on and um with the spa i think you know people's lives are complex and they're so often brought down low and as steve said we've said about this morning that that we want to be able to bless all of you um, with things that we feel that God is wanting to say to you by way of encouragement and we would normally call it as it's got on our lovely tent um, personal refreshment and encouragement because there's there's precious little of that so often in um, around today and and people respond to it you see when we when we talk to people and share with them what we feel that God has given us for them their faces light up you know they are they stand a bit taller because nothing we say is um, in any way condemning or judgmental or critical and that's what we are to be generally aren't we it's not just us just because we've got yellow t-shirts on um we're all supposed to carry that to everybody around us to to really um as steve said love on people you know god is love and that's what makes the difference with each one of us that 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 we have the opportunity with everybody we meet we are we are bigger on the inside than we are on the outside you know we carry the holy spirit with us wherever we go and um and we can use every opportunity to share that with everyone around us and really that's that is the main focus isn't it of of what we do when we go out with the spa and people are surprised 
You know, they, people that have, there are obviously Christians that come up to us and, and encourage us, but people that don't know the Lord are, are blown away by the fact we just want to give them a big hug and they want to give us money. And, and we say, no, no, we just want to bless you. We just want to take this opportunity to, you know, in, in busy lives and stressful situations to bring a bit of peace and joy and, and show those around us love. And, and every single one of us can do that no matter where we are. Good morning, folks. Um, well, prior to coming to Balariki prior to okay let's just wind the clock back I've been serving the Lord for donkey's years I don't want to give you a figure but uh, I've been on outreach movements with different churches I've been one of those that were one would call I'll bash you with the Bible and I, I mean it's like you can't stand out in the street and not know what's in that book you've got to know the man of the book and not just say, look, you must repent. Repent from what? But, you know, with my time here in Balariki and getting to know the Balariki family and being part of the family, one day I attended one of these prophetic schools of teaching and I was sitting next to Steve and he says, uh, okay, Trevor, what do you want to do? And I basically let him know and he said, well, feel free to come join us. And initially I was like, spiritual spa, what's it all about? Okay, you know, yes, it's an outreach program. But for me, it's like, okay. And it was kind of strange in the beginning, like, you know, this reading of the cards, understanding, and I waited upon the Lord. I'm, I mean, Steve, my sister next to me here, and various others, have already, you know, been involved with this. So like, Lord, you're going to... What's it like when I first encountered somebody that came to me and says, I had one of these free hugs. I stood there and I said, okay. Like a hug. Some people just look at me strangely. What's this? That's free. I said, you don't have to pay for it. But uh, <laughs> even for me, it's like, okay, fine. Okay, it's cool. Like, but... I was able to, you know, encourage somebody, pray with folk. You never know what a difference it makes. It's not just the orange shirt, but being who you are in Christ. There's folk out there that don't know Christ, that don't experience even a touch. I'm reminded of the woman who had an issue of blood. But Christ was out there, and in her heart she says, if only. And we can be that if only. Just by being there. Just by reaching out and saying, free hugs, can I pray with you? Would you like a free hand massage? I never thought I'd be able to do hand massages, but I've learned it. And I've, <laughs> I'm encouraged by it. Look, and even the little kids. I mean, I can give you an example where moms come with their little ones. And basically, I'm, but within my heart, I'm praying for them that God will give me a word for them. Not all of them are Christians that come to us. And even if I think about the dementia center we went to not so long ago, that's it. You know, it's like the folk there, some of them, I'd say they lose their marbles, but they haven't lost their marbles. <laughs> They're okay. They just, you know, want to talk. And we have to be the listening ear and being the one that sometimes, you know, it's like just being there 
and letting them know the love of God. And that for me has been a great encouragement. Whenever Steve says, look, we're going, I'm ready because I've already prayed up and I'm ready to go out there to do what God wants. So be encouraged. Even if you want to join us, feel free. Michelle, do you want to come up and share with us? I think one of the things that I've learned is I don't have to give anything. All I've got to do is to be willing for God to use me. And even the love that I share with other people comes from him. So he's done it all. It's already done. The words he gives us, and it's transforming sometimes. You see people come to you. um, They don't know what to expect, but within minutes they're opening up. They can be crying because something that you've said that God has given you has touched their hearts. And we're blessed just as much as they are. And and that's the thing. The thing is, if if you want to get involved, don't think, oh, I'm not the right sort of person. Um, Because all you've got to do is just be willing. And, And that's probably the greatest thing that I've learned. Just be willing and let let God do the rest. Yeah, it is all about it is all about being available. It's not it's our availability, not our actual ability because it isn't anything to do with us, is it? <laughs> it's everything to do with with being equipped by the Holy Spirit and and what Jesus has already done. We you know, we're we're just being conduits for him really to to just, you know, share encouragement and hope and love with them. Um, I think probably from the point of view of, of incidents, can you think of any... What, one of the things that comes to me particularly was even the first um, summer fest that we did. And um, there was a young lad who... Um, he didn't really like people to touch him and he's come up with his mum and um, by the end of the time that he spent with us at the spa he'd had he'd come forward for two hand massages and um, and it was just beautiful to see the just the difference in him he'd sort of when he first came up and and just sort of stood a little way off with his mum you know he 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 was nervous and and looked a bit suspicious about what was going on but but he totally relaxed at the end of it and he was telling us, sharing with us about, you know, hopes and dreams that he had. And we actually had a word for him about what we felt God was saying to him about his future, about being courageous and being a lion. And and you could see the difference it made to him. It just, you know, it, it you, none of us know what the end result of this is. Um, that These things that we share with people, we're just sowing seeds of love into those people's lives. And, and they are moved by the fact that God knows them. That's the, that's the thing. A, that he's there and that he's interested in them personally and that he knows them intimately. And so many people that, he, that don't know him are just blown away by that. Yeah, actually, what, what just came to mind was the story that um, Pam shared uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I, I just, if you wasn't here, you might not have heard it. Um, we set up with Oasis Church in Chelmsford High Street, and we hadn't been set up long, and um, a, a lady rocked up, and she was well-dressed, and apparently she was homeless. She was living in an hostel. Um, but she was welcomed in, and she was loved so well 
that she actually stayed around for some time, didn't she? And, and she had like the words of knowledge and she, um, she was hugged and she had an hand massage. Um, and Pam was just hugging her and hugging her. Um, and she stayed with us for some time. Um, and she shared that she was living in an hostel, her family wasn't speaking to her, um, she wasn't a Christian, um, she had no faith, and, and she was prayed for. Within the week, the council had offered her a flat which allowed her to move out of the hostel. She's moved into the flat. The, the neighbour was a Christian that made contact with her and took her to church. And she went to a sister church, or is it a mother church? Skylark, she went to Skylark, where then Pam, I think six months later, was it? Must have been, yeah. About six months later, reconnected with her. She recognised Pam. You're the lady that hugged me in Chelmsford High Street. And she shared all this. So within a week of being prayed for and being loved, she'd got a flat, she'd met a Christian who was taking her to church, and she was reconciled with her family. That's the power of Jesus. That's our Jesus. And that is who we represent. When, when we put on these orange shirts, when the street pastors put on their blue shirts, that's what they're doing. They're going out and they're representing Jesus. And I suppose really what we like to do is we like to do that well. We love, like to love people well. Right, so we're going to finish there because we don't want to talk too long.